This is your captain speaking. Welcome to another episode of DJ's Aviation Podcast. All systems are go, so lean back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show. This is DJ's Aviation Podcast. Everything aviation. Everything aviation. Aviation news, airline developments, analyzing route networks, expansions of airlines and aircraft news, and we talk about world events and life. DJ's Aviation has a Discord server that's officially partnered with Discord, and you can join with a link in the show notes or using the vanity URL discord.gg slash aviation. This is the DJ's Aviation Podcast, and now your host, Dan. Day two of the 2021 Dubai Air Show has now officially come to a close, and that means it's time for your daily recap in podcast form with none other than the DJ's Aviation Podcast. A big thank you to anyone that listened to the Day 1 Recap, which is now available on all streaming platforms. So now's the perfect opportunity for me to say that if you have not already listened to Day 1, the Recap, it's around about 19 minutes. I would highly encourage you to go back and listen to that. It was published yesterday. The plan is for every day that the Dubai Air Show does indeed run, I'll be doing a daily recap discussing the orders and the latest news, as there are no doubt some certain things that I have missed and say not covered on the YouTube channel or you may just want to hear it all in straight audio format and that is why I am bringing this to you now. It's been another busy day. Uh, Probably there's been a lot more news regarding orders but definitely regarding other types of developments there hasn't been as much like say the 777X freighter. So yesterday uh, it was very much a split but I'd say this episode is definitely going to be focusing in on your orders more so. Once again, I'd like to reiterate that this podcast is available on basically all streaming platforms, at least one that you probably already use, whether that's Spotify, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, or whatever. So if there's a preferred destination you'd like to listen to this, just be sure to search the DJ's Aviation Podcast, because I would, uh, I obviously want you to be listening at a place where you feel comfortable if you are spending that time which I'm very grateful for listening to me uh, blabble on for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or 40 minutes a week. But at the moment, the podcasts are daily. They won't remain like this, so definitely enjoy it as best as you can while we're still here, uh, while we're still doing daily episodes, pardon me. Once again, Airbus were the winners from day two, similar to day one, with that huge order for 255 aircraft being placed. Now, that was yesterday at day one. I'd say once again, even though we saw a couple of orders for Boeing aircraft, it was nowhere near the scale of the order placed by the Air Lease Corporation, which I have up on my screen right now to be able to provide you with all that information. This was placed at the time of recording about five hours ago and consists of a whopping 111 Airbus aircraft across all families of aircraft, which uh, is definitely a major benefit and boost. And seeing 111 is incredibly satisfying to me. So I'm very happy that at the very least it has 111 and not 112. Like I mentioned, 111 units. Uh, This includes 
25 A2 2300s, 55 of the A321 Neos, 20 A321 XLRs, 4 A330 Neos, and I will cover the last aircraft shortly, but I just wanted to move back to the A321 XLR. That was another aircraft that was included in the orders yesterday by Indigo Partners. Uh, That will be headed to two different carriers that are a part of the Indigo Partners group, and of course, very, very fascinating and interesting to see the A321 XLR thrive. There's a lot of people that are still skeptical over the business case for the XLR from a standpoint of passengers and whether or not uh, someone of the general public would want to fly on a narrowbody aircraft, a single-aisle aircraft, pardon me, for those lengths, because obviously the XLR is extra long range, so it's even further than that of the LR from the A321 family. And I can definitely understand that. I think, though, we may underestimate the idea that people don't really... Uh, think about that when they're booking, like they will not look at the aircraft. I think we're also underestimating that a lot of people do not know what the A321 XLR is. They may not even know what a single aisle aircraft is. And that's not to say that people are therefore not knowledgeable, but they simply may not be interested in aviation and aircraft. And when they are booking a holiday or a flight, they simply go for the most, the cheapest option or the airline they know and will not even look or bat an eyelid at the aircraft. Of course, us being aviation enthusiasts, we're more inclined to be looking at, hey, am I flying on the 787? Am I flying on the Boeing 777? Maybe even the Airbus A380. But like I said, I think we maybe don't, uh, I think we underestimate how many people just book a flight for the price. And I do that sometimes as well, but I'd be lying if I said that I don't at the very same time still look at what aircraft I'm jumping on board. So that's two days in a row now. The XLR has welcomed in a new fresh order. This is right off the back of its launch in 2019, where it experienced hundreds upon hundreds of orders in a very, very short space of time. Now, I believe this was at the Farnborough Air Show. Correct me if I am wrong, or maybe it was the Paris Air Show. I've got my years mixed up uh, because obviously one year is Paris, one year is Farnborough, and they were cancelled for the, the last year. I think it may have been Farnborough. I think Paris was meant to be this year. It may have been the Paris Air Show, but like I said, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Sometimes it's hard to keep up on specific years, and definitely the cancellations of the major air shows, bar the Dubai one for 2020 and 2021, has certainly made it confusing to work out what pattern we're on of the cycle. But I believe it was the Paris Air Show, considering Farnborough is next year, Paris was meant to be this year, therefore Paris is 2019. But I'm going to sound really silly if I'm completely wrong here. So the uh, Lease Corporation, pardon me, were founded back in 2010. They have ordered a total of uh, around about 500 aircraft already to date. So they are the biggest lesser for the A220. And they've got a great relationship with Airbus, to say the least. So in the press release, it was discussed by the executive chairman of the Air Lease Corporation the following. This new order announcement is the culmination of many months of hard work and dedication by both organizations to optimize and fine-tune the size and scope of this large aircraft transaction in view of the rapidly growing global uh, airline demand to modernize their jet fleets through the ALC leasing medium. He further went on to say, after lengthy and detailed consultations with several dozen of our strategic airline customers around the world, we are focusing this comprehensive order on the most desirable and in-demand aircraft types, covering the A220, A321neo, A330neo, and A350 families. That is something I'll be covering right after this. Further going on to say, ALC, pardon me, is an international market leader in each of these categories of the most modern Airbus product lineup. These multi-year editions of new technology aircraft uh, assessed to ALC's 
assets, pardon me, to ALC's expanding portfolio will allow us to grow our revenues and profitability while satisfying our airline customer requirements. So you may already recall that I mentioned uh, before that there was one topic that I'm yet to cover or one aircraft type that I'm yet to cover, and that's the Airbus A350 Freighter. We finally have our launch order coming from Airlease Corporation, who announced that they had placed seven orders for the A350 Freighter. Now, the A350F was confirmed softly a couple of months ago in that press release, like you heard me make mention of, but this is the first proper order that has been revealed. Of course, Qatar Airways removed... Oh my god, English there is definitely not my first language, and I do have problems sometimes. I apologize, I'm tired, I'm a bit worn out. Uh, Sleep has definitely been eluding me for this air show, so if there's any little mistakes um, or me slipping over my words and stuttering... I do apologize, and that's not something I would normally be doing, but I'm doing my very best to get these podcasts out and get all the content to you across social media platforms as a one-man show. Back to what I was saying, the Airlease Corporation uh, did place those seven orders, but they're not the only customer that is interested. It's been quoted by many different sources and analysts that Airbus are in communications with up to 12 customers, so a dozen, potentially even more. But naturally, that will come with time. And at the moment, the Airlease Corporation are the only ones that have placed that order. It's a strong start, and Airbus does expect the A350F to be a very successful in its own right. And I think it will allow them to better compete with Boeing. Now, Boeing, of course, have a very, very expansive freighter outlook and freighter market in general. They have a huge grip on that market, and it only strengthens with every passing month when they continue to see new orders come in, as I'll be covering in this podcast actually alone. And for Boeing, while Airbus has excelled in passenger orders, you could definitely say that this air show has been great for Boeing once again when it comes to orders for cargo aircraft, whether that be their 767 freighter, the 777F uh, passenger to freighter conversions. It's definitely been a positive uh, air show for them on the freighter sense, which is what we've learned to expect. Um, While there hasn't been many passenger orders for Boeing aircraft, it's still good to see that that freighter market is well and truly alive and thriving, as you'd probably expect, given the fact it's been a critical piece of the industry during this pandemic when passenger demand has dropped heavily and airlines are not really looking for that 777X at the moment. But when it comes to cargo operations, they're noticing the importance even more. So that is uh, what I wanted to mention with regards to that final aircraft, that A350F. Is, um, of course, it wasn't talked about as much in the press release, but it's still great to see that, that we finally have that confirmation because at this stage, we don't really even have proper renderings of the A350F. So Airbus have very much remained, I guess you could say... Um, They've closed their doors on talking about the A350F. We've only heard a little bit here and there with interviews, but they've definitely not, say, released a massive press release saying, hey, here's our A350F. Like I said, it would have been very easy uh, if you were just someone on the street to completely slip over the fact that this aircraft had launched because, as I mentioned, it was something like a uh, potentially maybe... Uh, 20 paragraph press release and and one of those paragraphs which was three lines made note that they had confirmed the development of this aircraft so like i said it's by no stretch of the imagination something that is wow it's right there uh going on to say from the airbus chief commercial officer and head of airbus international this is a major announcement for airbus in 2021 alc's order signals were moving beyond the covid uh, doldrums it feels weird to be able to say covid and not be demonetized uh, with foresight alc is solidifying its order portfolio for the most desirable aircraft types as we exit the crisis and in particular it has seen the formidable value of the a350f uh, 
it brings pardon me to the cargo market alc's endorsement continues the uh, confirms the global enthusiasm we see for this quantum leap in the freighter space and we applaud its insightfulness in selecting it and in beating everyone to the finish line for the first a350 order announcement uh, in addition we agreed to make our sustainable aviation vision part of this agreement which is a priority for both of us moving on to our next order this will center around emirates and there will be a video out on the channel regarding this topic as well so if you'd like to see it in video form you're more than welcome to do so but emirates placed a very small order for just two triple seven freighters at the air show today this is on day two for just reference of anyone that may be listening it's a very small order but it once again reaffirms their grip Boeing's grip, pardon me, on the freighter market as the 777 freighter is now their best-selling cargo aircraft of all time, and this will further boost Emirates Sky Cargo, uh, Emirates Sky Cargo, pardon me, who also signed an agreement with, uh, I believe, let me just get the exact name of this for you, as sometimes it can be a tad confusing. I believe it was the IAI, so the International Aerospace, Israel International Aerospace. I'm, I may be completely butchering that. Let me just see if I have the exact name for you here. Yeah, the IAI, Israel Aerospace Industries, pardon me. I knew I had that messed up. And this is in relation to converting four 777-300ER aircraft that would be turned from passenger to freighter. The conversions are set to begin in early 2023, so we're not that far away. And this will conclude sometime in 2024. For those of you that are listening that may be interested in understanding how long it'll take per aircraft to do it's going to be noted at around five months for each aircraft but no doubt this can be done simultaneously to achieve that goal Uh, so definitely great news with regards to that the chairman and chief executive of, of the emirates airlining group said emirates plays a key role in making essential goods available to customers and consumers globally through the capacity available on our wide body fleet the reach of our global network and the advanced infrastructure at our dubai hub no, uh, going on to also say, today we are delighted to announce an investment of $1 billion to further expand our freighter capacity. This underscores our commitment to supporting our customers' requirements and reflects our confidence in our future growth and status as one of the largest airline cargo carriers in the world. The uh, Vice President of Commercial Sales and Marketing at Boeing went on to say, we are honoured that Emirates has once again placed its confidence in the 777 Freighter as the backbone of its global network. As the largest operator of the 777 passenger and freighter models worldwide, Emirates' success is a testament to the 777's market-leading efficiency, improved sustainability, and incredible range. Of course, uh, this is in relation to the 777 Freighter, not to be mistaken for that 777X Freighter, which, as discussed yesterday, will not be launching at the 2021 Dubai Air Show. But at the end of the day, the 777F is still welcoming in orders still to this day, which is very, very positive for Boeing and highlights that you'd like to think the 777XF, when it does eventually come, will be just as successful as important especially as many different market outlooks predict that the cargo sector is going to only become more crucial in the future today we also see dhl express place its largest boeing converted freighter order in history this includes uh, converted freighters for nine of the 767-300 BCFs, and they will strengthen dhl's response to continued growing demand for express cargo driven by e-commerce In a press release, the Senior Vice President of Global Air Fleet Management at DHL Express said, We are confident in the quality and OEM expertise that comes with Boeing's converted freighters, adding... uh, 
The additional Boeing 767 freighters are part of our efforts to modernise DHL's long-haul intercontinental fleet in order to fly eco-friendlier and more cost-effectively. Our goal is to enhance our well-connected global network whilst reducing carbon emissions and fuel consumption to benefit the environment, partners and customers alike. DHL in the press release, they also make note that they've taken delivery of a batch of eight 767-300 BCFs already that have been leased to the DHL partner airlines in the Middle East, and this will actually help them specifically expanding their regional networks. Uh, continuing on with the same person that I spoke about in the Emirates segment of this podcast, but for the Boeing Senior Vice President, he said, and this is of a Senior Vice President of Commercial Sales and Marketing, not to confuse you, he said, we are pleased that DHL continues to expand their 767-300 BCF fleet to help meet the growing demand for their global logistics cargo business. Adding on, the versatility of the 767-300 BCF makes it the preferred medium wide-body converted freighter for both the general and express cargo markets, ensuring that DHL will have the capability, reliability and efficiency they need to capture growth opportunities and maximise their air cargo operations. As you can see, it's been another busy day at the 2021 Dubai Air Show, and I'm hoping that the days to come are also just as exciting. Even if it's not orders, I would hope that we'd learn a little bit more about the future, maybe airlines' fleet plans. Uh, hopefully, we can get some answers with regards to that 777X with Emirates and uh, and much more. Thank you very, very much for watching or listening, pardon me, what am I saying? Thank you very much for listening to the day two recap of the 2021 Dubai Air Show. I've got to head off. I've got to start working on videos over on DJ's Transport and also DJ's Aviation, which you're more than welcome to go and check out if you have a spare three or four minutes. Stay tuned tomorrow around about the same time. The day three recap will be live. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. The support's been great. And I'll see you then. Take care. Be safe. Bye-bye. You've been listening to DJ's Aviation Podcast, one of the most unique podcasts on the internet, offering up your one-stop shop for all things aviation. We discuss aviation news, airline developments, analyze route networks, expansions of airlines and aircraft news. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and leave a review. In the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter and YouTube at DJ's Aviation. If you're interested in rail, check out our second channel at DJ's Transport. Till next time.